whatever the case may be, bring up that budget to bring in those different types of technology and services partners. Okay. I love, I love it. Uh, do you love it, Cam? Yeah. He's feeling the charmony. I can tell. Yeah. Wing It Podcast, GooseDigital.com, episode 78. This time I know it is. Who do we have? <laughs> Kevin Butler. Chris O'Neill. Andrew McCraith with ActOn. Michael Turksani. Andrew, welcome. Welcome. Thank Great you for coming. Great to be here. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for, for coming me. up. Just had Greg on. This will be a back-to-back. We are in the same clothes and relatively the same uh, setup. We so. should have had a wardrobe change. Yeah. <laughs> just, to, just, to, just, to, just to change it up a bit. Thanks for coming up. Absolutely. First time in Toronto, so excited to be here. Is it? It is. Wow. Beautiful you... day. I should come back more often. Yeah. yeah. You <laughs> definitely should. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> are you going to get down and do any of the touristy things, or are you guys going to have to sort of stick up around your hotel and stuff? I think that's the reason we need to come back. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we Good can call. get into Toronto proper. Right? Yeah. That, that's it. I think October in Toronto is the best, right? You've got hockey, basketball. It's still not freezing cold. And I will be back in October. Um, big event that we're doing together with goose that's right mm-hmm. so yep. excited for that wicked so we're here today we got a full day um we've been here since what 7 a.m 6 37 a.m we've been putting in the hard work we'll be here till eight or nine tonight <laughs> just kidding but we have a full day with you guys we're working on various things trying to drive growth as a team uh you well i'll let you do your intro and then we'll talk about kind of your role relative so why don't you go ahead and do your intro absolutely so joined act on to help take what's already a successful network of partners and really turn it into a proactive partner program. So a lo- historically, a lot of our partners, we treated more as customers. Mm. And so we're, we're flipping that around and treating partners as partners and bringing those extra uh, levels of support and programs and initiatives so that we can help drive growth for them uh, as much as they can help us drive growth. And so together focusing on those uh, joint uh, customers that benefit both of us. Awesome. And where were you before Acton? So most recently, I was at Qualified, who's mm. disrupting the website chat pipeline world. Mm. So they're a direct competitor to Drift, yep. uh, who's a little bit better known. Um, and then before that, I was at Conversica, who pioneered AI for sales and marketing with their AI assistant that's been employed at thousands of companies worldwide. Awesome. Well, I mean, I know we're pretty pumped about the pull partner conversation because, you know, we've been, I'll use air quotes, not, not to diminish the, the partner kind of setup we've had, cause it's been a very, very good partnership. Um, but we've been an act on partner for well, probably about seven years, um, in, in various capacities and seen, um, that, that sort of evolve kind of slowly, but I think your vision, and we're going to talk a little bit about that is super exciting of, um, because we've seen, um, at least our experience has been how, partners can really sort of help support the the adoption and usage of a platform like act on and really and really get the success on it why don't we kick off talking a little bit about like what is a what is a partner because i know you were telling us earlier uh it's not 100 percent of the business that that is supported by by partners so there's still a lot of marketing teams that are you know rolling their own they're using the systems etc etc so why don't we just sort of like what is an what is an act on partner what do they do and how do they help support the customers absolutely so we, we have the full gamut of partners. We have referral partners uh, who drive business to act on. We have co-sell partners where we're in there together doing joint marketing, account mapping, joint selling, 
driving our mutual solutions. Uh, and then we also have reseller partners. Some of them are white label, some are managed service providers, some of your classic you know, reseller and they provide support. Mm. Um, all of those flavors exist um, across a, a variety of partner types. So we work with independent consultants, uh, a lot of agencies, uh, tech companies, mm -hmm. uh, even some investment portfolio groups. So all those different types, uh, system integrators, uh, they all bring different elements. Mm -hmm. uh, and the way we look at it is there's four ways a partner could help. Um, and in each case, it's really to augment our direct teams. So they can augment our marketing by being an advocate for us. Mm -hmm. They can augment sales by having more feet on the street. Um, they can augment our product team by developing additional functionality. And then they can also augment our CS and professional services teams by being practitioners of our product. And some partners do one of those. Some do all four. Some do, you know, every permutation exists. Uh, that's part of what makes partnerships fun is uh, each one, as much as it's the same, it's a little bit of a snowflake uh, mm -hmm, sure. and a little yep. unique. Cool. Do you want to chime in? No, no, we'll keep moving. So where I was going to go was to... Uh, I mean, I, I kind of get a sense. We we all know what what this kind of partnership could be in the various levels. But talk a little bit about maybe if we are leveraging the system, not using a partner today. So we're 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 using we're using Acton. We love it. What is that partner about? Like, it's obviously you touched a little bit on the vertical kind of industry specific stuff. Maybe even some strategic yeah. input. Like, what does a partner do from like an end customer perspective? The 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 value that they might be able to add. Uh, absolutely, uh, and I think the foundation for it is we realize Acton may have great software, but mm -hmm. that is not the end all be all. Um, to realize your ultimate goals, you need more than just the software. Mm -hmm. um, you need the complementary software solutions, and you need the right expertise mm. to get the most out of that investment. And so uh, we can bring both of our technology partners where we integrate, we have joint solutions, as well as our service partners who can help you define process, work on strategy, develop content. Uh, maybe you don't have sufficient staff to be able to, to run the whole um, set of campaigns you'd like. So we have partners that'll operate it for you as a managed service. Um, and it's really working with you to identify what are you trying to achieve ultimately in long term? And what do you have the appetite to execute on today and putting together that that roadmap? And I think one of the things that came up on on the podcast with Greg earlier was just how as a company's marketing uh, operations evolves that you can make certain decisions along the way uh, that may or may not kind of help you kind of be efficient at the, you know, at, at, you know, in a year or two from th three from now. And well, he made a comment like, you know, these systems are, they can kind of do a lot of things, you know, in some ways they kind of all do similar things, but the way in which they do them can be a whole lot easier in one system than another system. And then even within that there, there, you know, there's five ways to skin the cat, for mm -hmm. example. Right. So I think part of what, we've seen on the partner side is that the strategy, the marketing strategy is, is sound, but the implementation strategy within say like an Acton, you know, there might be two or three ways to do that. And depending on the way you do it, it might make things a whole lot easier for you down the road. So I think partners also play a role in saying, Hey, that's a great strategy. You were going to do it this way with maybe eight forms and that way and this way and that way. But what about if we did it this way and you'll end up with one form and this, that, and the other thing, and it'll just be a little bit easier to mm -hmm. implement. And if you're not, you know, if you don't have that kind of deep experience, you, you don't, 
necessarily know the, the, which way to do it, right? I think that's, a, that's an underrated part of what I would call complex technologies and software, of which marketing automation has certainly become. And it's this, <clears throat> it's this idea that there's, there's on one end of the spectrum, there's the, the software and the vendor, and then there's the end user on the other side. And there's often a gap in the middle, like how are we actually going to put this together? And how does someone put life and shape and all kinds of detail around the promise that these systems bring? And it's not always going to be the end user that does it. They, they still have a day job on top of adopting and onboarding this technology. And that was always the premise of Goose, as we said, how do we bring that to life? How do we support all of what's possible with these systems and make it valuable um, for the customer as far as their goals and objectives? Yeah, I know we're gonna talk about kind of the different, like the, the kind of un underpinning technology strategy that you brought up earlier, just the, you know, the differences of the systems and how mm -hmm. Acton really can compete. So we'll get to that, but um, partner strategy. I don't know if you, if you had something you wanted to weigh in on, Chris, before we got to partner strategy. I heard you take a huge deep breath and it I sounded a, great. But I was about to um, <laughs> <laughs> launch in. I was just going to, a practical example. Yeah. That I was just talking about to, the other day with a, a, a client who, uh, who reached out to us um, who has just been approved for two headcount in her marketing department. It's a tech, uh, you know, tech firm. Um, they've been approved for two, for, for two headcount. And I, I kind of feel it's kind of like the old way of thinking about like adding uh, functionality to your marketing is, you know, and I know you, you have to kind of uh, expect what the cost is going to be. So I understand that part of it. But the good part was that uh, uh, her view was that it's going to take me 90 to 180 days to bring these people on and actually get some functioning. Meanwhile, her targets, her attribution expectations, and her you know contribution Probably to the company then. is not waiting for those for those <laughs> 90 to 180. Yeah. So <laughs> I was thinking about the the partnership thing that um, Andrew was just sort of talking about the different kinds of partners. And I'm kind of thinking about the way that, uh, you know, the way that, that uh, the conversation could change right now with all the turnover that's happening in marketing departments and the importance of, you know, yes, supplementary support, but also being able to engage the right sort of types of partners for the, for the platforms to be able to sort of bring that quicker. So the expertise is the, is the mm -hmm. key sort of part of that. No, you say that, yeah. it's funny. Um, I'd like to see marketers take a bit more of a leadership role in general when they say we've been approved for headcount. It, it's not so um, uh, like tunnel vision. Okay, cool. I'm going to go hire the best person I can in this. But it's like, well, actually, what you have is more budget. And how do you best allocate that? Because maybe there yeah. is a time to market factor, like you're saying, or maybe it's something totally different. But I think just to say, well, we're going to go hire someone like, well, maybe that's not the right allocation of budget in the first place. And that's going to take you a while to get there. And then, and then once you even hire this person, good luck. <laughs> and then they got to get up to speed. And then you start seeing results right. to your point. It might even be greater than 180 days. But I think mm -hmm. um, to me, I'd like to see them be a bit more out there as far as what's possible with that budget and if there's better ways to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's just rethinking, you know, rethinking like the, the expectations are not going to go away. Those, uh, you know, that 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 new revenue and that new, um, you know, attribution to to, the, to marketing is is, is not going to go away. You can't you can't hold that off. Um, and so it's like, yeah, thinking about it in terms of budget as opposed to, yeah. you know, specifically that way. That, that was it. That and was my big breath. Thinking about how you, how can you get more out of what you've already invested in? Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. adding a headcount's not cheap. Like yep. there's a lot of cost to that. Yep. Um, can you squeeze more out of your existing technology investments? Are there functions that you've bought and aren't utilizing yet? Um, 
And that's where some of our partners can help you get that full utilization. And that's a, a much smaller incremental cost than having to go get a whole nother person. And in a, in a, in a lot of times those, and we talk about this as, as an agency is that that may not even be a full-time resource, right? It's right. like, hey, you know what? We need to layer something on, in. On skill set, right? Yeah, on skill set, yeah. exactly. So it's like, hey, we need a, you know some better data analysis or data utilization or data and insights skill set. But you know, if I had a person full-time, eh, they're going to be kind of twiddling their thumbs because there's only so much we are actually going to be developing here, right, in terms of making that happen. Whereas to your point, it's like you might, you might need, I don't know, 40 hours a month with a partner, yeah, right? right? And they can maintain that really, really well for you. Why don't we uh, pivot a little bit into the partner strategy that that you've been you've been kind of bringing forward? Because even as we were having a, a coffee upstairs, you'd mentioned, oh, you know, we're visiting partners. Obviously, you're up here visiting us. Really happy and that, that you're able to do that. Yes. I think others, you guys are really like road showing. So maybe just develop that a little bit. Like, where is Acton going from a partner strategy? What what can we kind of what's in the in the current you know thinking in terms of developing that out? Yeah. So at the most foundational level. We work with our partners to grow, uh, and that's, that just ripples through a lot of what we do. Tactical examples are we don't have partnership account managers okay? because uh, in our experience, they're reactive. That, like They celebrate being a middleman, and we want someone who's more proactive. So our version of that is the partnership growth executive, and they get measured on did they grow the overall partnership. Awesome. So great if you added a bunch of revenue. But if you lost them on the other end and the net growth was zero, we're not satisfied. Yep. We want to see overall growth. Mm -hmm. um, so down to like the titling. Um, we're working with our strategic partners, the ones that have the most potential, the ones who are leaning in with us um, to create partnership growth plans. So let's write down a joint document. We both own it. What's our goal for this year? Is it to add new logos? Is it to expand logos? Go get you know Greenfield customers. Let's just be really clear on that. And what are the three to five initiatives we need to execute on so we can realize that target? Um, again, not groundbreaking, just a little bit more of that proactive um, uh, steps so that we can be more accountable with our partners. We talked in the in the last session with Greg about um, perhaps the sort of underreported story, if you will, on Acton being a, a really solid enterprise solution or, or larger organization business tool mm -hmm. and how it's often not said that a huge chunk of Acton's customer base, in fact, already is that. Mm -hmm. And a bit more of a focus on those kinds of cold call applications and um, environments that's getting plugged into. I'm wondering if you can talk about the role that you envision uh, partners and agencies playing in some of that stronger momentum going into that kind of space. A absolutely. So we, we think of it as the act on plus mindset mm. um, and bringing more programs to that, where we bring the same level of functionality that other large marketing automation platforms do, um, like an Eloqua, like a Marketo, um, but we can do it more cost effectively with the lower total cost of ownership. Mm -hmm. Not just software, but the, the number of people you need to run those systems is much lower with act on. So for the same budget, um, you can bring on Acton, plus you freed up budget to go do more marketing initiatives. Right. So you can bring in other software platforms. Maybe you're ready to go do um, ABM with a Sixth Sense or a Demand Base or a Rollworks. Or you want to do more with uh, the sales acceleration platforms like an Outreach or a Sales Loft. Um, you want to do more paid search. You want to do um, more uh, advertising. Events. You know, now events. Back online. Right. Yeah. Uh, you want to get 
you know, more creative with your content. You need to do this big refresh. Videos. Or, uh, yeah. Videos. All those other things that are on your laundry list. Because I haven't met anyone who runs marketing that has no ideas. Yeah. Right? It's like, here's the 30 other things we want to do. Not a very do, good marketer then. But, yeah. like, we just don't have the time or money. And so with Acton, we can help you free that up. So now you get your marketing automation with Acton plus all these different offerings from our partners. And again, that, that, that conversation we just had on um, mobilizing budgets and being more efficient with how we think about using them. And I, th and I think total cost of ownership sometimes, and I, we, we kind of tried to make this a little clearer a little bit on the last one, but I think maybe since we've talked about that total cost of, cost of ownership being a really good way to look at it, that this isn't about the license. I think like, yes, the license might be less, for example, right? But I think what you're really hitting on here is that, you know, the, there, there is a, a cost component of running some of those other systems at the enterprise level, since we're, we're on that, that, that thread yep. that oftentimes gets overlooked, right? Mm -hmm. And that leads to obviously more money to be spent on maintaining that platform. But to your point, taking away from other areas that you may want to invest in, I think another thing that we talked about on the on the last one was just being more agile. You know, if you have a system that when we're talking about total total cost of ownership, I think we peg it at at least half the the, the overhead as some of those systems that well, we've been least. talking about at, at least half. Like when we when we go through our exercises using Acton to some of those other systems, it's half. That actually leads to more that you can actually do within your system, mm -hmm. right? So you you can like be more agile, you can launch more programs, you can do all that kind of stuff. Uh, so, yeah, I think that, that that is a huge piece, especially in today's economic climate, right? Like people are now looking at this being like, hey, you know, the gravy train is a little bit, you know, maybe not as nice, <laughs> as full as it used to be. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to start to cut back some of these tools or make sure we're using them really well, right? But also marketers need to be able to do more when they have to drive more value. And I think there's many places they have to do that now. Emerging channels, shifting buying cycles, things like that. I think... They can't be in one single tool doing one single thing because it's an old system or whatever. They just can't anymore. I know, Andrew, you're yeah. going to... And, and I would add, like, all these elements in it, but it happens to be powered on a on an instance of our of our marketing network. They don't know that. They're, they're not really... They don't see that, right? So, again, for an agency to be able to spin that type of stuff up or a partner to be able to spin those types of instances up and get moving very quickly, it, it's an under... It's an, it's an under talked about thing in the partner network for sure and being a partner of other platforms we know this right it's not straightforward to go and i don't want to necessarily bash or name names but we all know basically every other platform out there you can't go to them and just be like hey it's a strength I, of actons you know can yeah. i point and click and add something and kind of get moving here it's like no let's 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 talk about it let's get a license in place and then it's like you know well there's no technology to kind of make that easy right etc et yeah. so, so. so either they don't do it or they do it by throwing bodies at it. Yeah. And that's where the hidden costs come in. That's right. So it's either an opportunity right. cost or it's a labor cost, but either way, it's a cost and a burden that's keeping you from other stuff. And t in that case, it's a time to market thing too. Right. Like, that's, which is, I guess, part of your opportunity cost comment, but uh, yeah. 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 I mean, it's a prime example of where we help you free up that budget so you can go do more. Yeah. So what are some of the, as you've been maybe going through the partner network, uh, partner kind of team and, and uh, when I say team, uh, the actual partner environment and doing the meetings, like what are some things that maybe prospective partners or even current partners may want to kind of learn about from kind of those experiences so far? Yeah. So I think one, one of the great, you know, benefits of Acton is we have been partnering for over 10 years. Mm -hmm. We have over a hundred partners. 
So we know how to uh, do all the basic administrative and run the process and work with partners. So it's, it's not new to us, which is great. Um, and what we're getting better at now is how do we not just be responsive, but how do we get proactive with you? Um, as we were talking about before, having a partnership growth plan, creating partnership growth funds so that we can bring money to the table as well. Mm -hmm. um, bring our expertise, because um, we've been doing this for a long time. We know marketing automation very well. Um, so helping our partners think through how they can integrate marketing automation into their offerings uh, so we can bring a true you know, turnkey solution. And, and I think what I've seen the most since I got involved with ActOn is they are really enjoying the way we view partners as value add and critical, mm -hmm. not as a nice to have. Right. It's not, we're going to wait and hope you just send us a bunch of business, uh, which is how a lot of companies view partners. Yep. Um, my view is we're driving just as much business to our partners as they're bringing to us. Uh, and so the partners who get that, they get excited. Uh, they hear our mantra of charmony, which is a uh, channel harmony, uh, <laughs> all brought together. We're going to do what's best for the partner and we're asking partners to do what's best for us. Yep. And that doesn't mean we always get what either of us wants, yep. but it means the partnership overall is the most successful. Well, I know we've, you know, in this, in this relationship, it's been, it's been good. And I, I'm super excited about, like when I say that, I meant act on, but I'm super excited to see how we develop this together over the next uh, couple of years, because, you know, I know Kev's talked a lot about the role that the, that the partner actually needs to play. You know, and I think yep. that's challenging. You know, I think we're, we're extremely lucky to have, you know, folks like Kev and folks like Mark and even Chris and, and others that, you know, really understand that, well, we need to, we need to step up and actually provide whether, even if it's something as simple as like marketing support and these types of elements, right. That, you know, there's a commitment that the partner has as well. And I think that's a lot of what you guys are sussing out and looking for, you know, which ones are, when you talk about being proactive on your side, well, which ones are, they don't all need to be proactive. They don't, all the partners don't need, but, but which ones are going to be proactive? Which ones right. can we, can we identify that, you know what, they're actually going to throw a bunch of like uh, elbow grease into this too. And we're going to kind of together kind of look at taking down some, some, some marketing and selling and all this kind of stuff. Right. Oh, I'm, I'm so glad you mentioned that. I, that's something I, I really strongly believe in is we, as a, as a partner to you, we can't just come to you with our handout saying, you know, feed us or, or whatever. Like we have to be bringing value. And I think that's how you're going to separate yourself from other agencies and partners but that's that's not a relationship if it's a one-way just asking for things and i think that's how we very much view this is like we have to help you like maybe you don't know everything there is to know about insurance and financial services use cases it's our job to help explain that and tell that story and to fill in that gap i was referencing before like and then you know the other side is you'll come to us and say we really need this expertise now that we understand it exists i think that's a, that's a perfect harmony or, or marriage, right? I, but I just, I strongly dislike the idea that a partner would just sit there and wait for something to be given to them. Like we have to take it to you and add value to the relationship. Yeah, and again, it's a small word thing, but we've been trying to talk more about partnerships mm -hmm. than partners. Right, yeah. Partners feels very right. one directional. Right. Yes. A partnership, it's two way. Yeah. And, and that's really, and sometimes a, a partnership is more one way. But, sure. you know, we're looking to lean into the ones that are two way. Yeah. where we can both help each other. Uh, takes a little more work, but they're also stickier, more productive, uh, and we know that's what's going to drive the best outcomes for our mutual customers long-term. Yeah. And when that happens, both of, you know everyone's happy at that point. Yeah. 
how do you see and maybe we'll we'll other anything else that you want to add but i think we can we can kind of end off on this on this trend as well if, if you if you like but how do you see the the brand marketing playing a role in sort of supporting some of those partner deals maybe the ones that are not not the the marketing program ones that i was explaining earlier where Acton's really under the hood and nobody is aware of what technology is driving it, where the customer is aware of the tech and maybe you're up against, you know, a Marketo and a HubSpot and, and, and now the partner is also in there with an Acton. You know, how do you guys view that? Because I know that, you know, that can't be easy. I know Greg mentioned that, you know, some well-known platforms out there, although I, I, I think Acton's pretty well-known, but, you know, these other ones where they've, they've really kind of pushed into this brand element which can confuse the marketer that's making the decision how do you see that your own brand marketing playing a role in supporting the the selling through partners and just sort of the growth through partners yeah i'll be the first to admit and it was part of what got me excited about act on is we know that we're not well recognized in the market uh, there's no pretense there right. uh, and that self-awareness is part of what got me excited to join yeah that's important because uh, right. that's kind of step one yep and it's exactly where our partners are so valuable because we're going to go into opportunities against those bigger firms and bring our partners with us and show them this is how you can get the true solution you're after. Mm. You don't need to go get this overly packaged all-in-one all one-stop shop over here just so you have one vendor. Mm -hmm. um, and the pieces aren't really what you want. They're not deep enough. Yeah. yeah. So we have the same functionality as all those other marketing automation vendors. Plus, we have marketing network. Mm -hmm. Plus, we can bring in, you know, the ABM specialists and we can bring in the data guys and we can bring in uh, the services guys. We can bring in all those pieces and we do it as a package. And then, you know, when we've done that well, the customers realize they're getting not just an, um, a sales guy. They're getting a whole team of people that are really focusing on their problems yeah. and are going to get them everything they need to succeed long-term. And that depth, I think, you know, one of the, the things that we, we say this too, you know, they can kind of all do the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. Marketing network's definitely a unique piece. And there's some other ones in Acton for sure that are unique. But um, I would also say that ability to go very, like to do the complex things easily, like mm -hmm. a lot easier than, than what you can get out of some of those other systems. And frankly, like there's some, things where you just can't do them in, in some of the platforms, right? So now you're down to maybe two you versus like an Eloqua or a Marketo or something, but you can do it five times less uh, complex or more efficient within, within an Acton, right? So I think that that's also like a, a key concept for, for partners, you know, who may want to be building a ton of revenue around, oh, if it's Marketo, we're going to be building, you know, 10 times the revenue because it takes 10 times as long. But is that really kind of what's best for the customer, right? Like if you can solve that need, if you can get that done and now, you, you know, to your point, well, maybe that means they can bolt on another piece here and you're, you're a better overall value-added partner. And, and that's, I know that's always like a struggle for SIs or partners. It's like, hey, with that system, we're able to build 10 times as much. But, you know, at the end of the day, the jig is up, I think, for, for some of this. I think that's exactly right. There aren't companies out buying those big legacy platforms that come with more services dollars than software right um, yeah they're savvier exactly. to that yeah and so I, I think that's part of why as much as we've worked with si's um it's not the old school si's that's right that are just looking for big million dollar install projects yeah, yeah. um they're bringing more to the table in terms of strategy process maybe they're 
like financial services, there's still companies that have bespoke CRMs. Mm -hmm. um, and so yeah. there, there's other types 100%. of work yep. as opposed to right. how do I set up this overly complicated marketing automation platform? We make that easier so you can go do all those other things uh, more effectively. Awesome. So I think we're, we're, we're close to being wrapped on this. This is super exciting. Is there anything else we want to layer in, guys, on the partner side or Andrew from your side, your perspective? Partner on. That's partner all on. I got to say. Partner <laughs> on. You've had a couple of good ones. Act on Plus, Partner on. What was that, that one? Charmony. Well aware that like <laughs> everyone else doesn't wake up and think about Act on. All I do is wake up and think about partners. Yeah. All I'm trying to do is be that little earworm, yeah. get a little bit of mind share. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I draw my org chart, you know, I've got a thousand people on it. Sure. Most of them are not on my team or even in my company. Right, right. Uh, but I view everyone at Goose Digital as part of my team. Um, and I got to fight to motivate and remind you of like, why should I be thinking and talking about Act on? Awesome. So anything we can do to stay top of mind or, or even near top of mind, um, we'll put out there. That's awesome. Well, awesome. Well, thanks for being here. Yeah, today. thanks this for great. being excited. Thanks, so This was great. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Thank you.